Pickaxe. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast. We're back. That's right. With sips. Yeah. Fresh from the Canadian wildlands. That's how back. Imperian Flax. Hello. Who hasn't been away. He's not been away to Canada, (laughs) that's for sure. That's true. I want to know everything about Canada. I want to know about Portage. I want to know about poutine. I want to know about about people being polite. Everything beginning with P. Okay, okay I, all the, of that stuff. The three Ps were, were sorely missed. Um, <laughs> I can't really eat poutine because of the, the beef gravy. Um, <laughs> it's too cold for portage. And uh, Canada's changed a lot in the last 10 years. Uh, people aren't as polite as they used to be. So <laughs> oh, <fucking laughs> we really missed out on uh, all of the Ps. Uh, all the highlights. Yeah. yeah. So polite? first of all, let's just keep going with those. First of all... Do, do you really have to? Is it too cold to pull touch? I think you should have manned up a bit. Second, surely there must be modern vegan, like, there is, uh, like there vegetarian. Is, there is. You can get beef gravy without the we beef. We found right? out too late that there was. Too late. So, so yeah. you didn't even. Okay. And then the third thing is. I don't believe it. Come on. Like, they ladies. legalized marijuana, so politeness has gone out the door and has been replaced by... I don't by... think being high makes you rude, does Whoa, it? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It's not that bad. Well, it's, it's the same as it's always been. It was, a, it was a nice trip. It was good. I Like I said, I hadn't been back for quite some time. The last time I was in Canada was for uh, an overnight stay. Uh, one night only in uh, in Ottawa for a funeral. So uh, I didn't really get to relive uh, any of my uh, my childhood. I didn't get it to go on any trips down memory lane or anything like that. It was just Is that like where you grew real... up, memory lane. Yeah, memory lane was uh, was the was the name of my street. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a real real good one. So, on nostalgia yeah, street. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. nostalgia <laughs> street, and uh, just. Uh, just down, uh, longing and yearning for your old high school girlfriend's way. That's um, on the oh, roasted yeah. spectacles estate, isn't it? That's yes, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good trip. It was it was nice. I had uh, we had like a mini a mini reunion. A whole bunch of uh, of dudes that I grew up with. Uh, made the the trip up a lot of people that I that I was friends with and still am friends with and grew up with uh, don't live in Ottawa anymore. They've dispersed. So some of them live in Europe, funnily enough, um, and then a lot of them have moved to places like Toronto, Montreal, which are more exciting than Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa okay. is just pretty more pretty exciting lives. Yeah, so they've moved, but they came up for the weekend, and we had some nice parties and stuff. It was really good. Uh, I saw my parents. 
saw my brother. Uh, we rented a car, so I was able to drive around and see stuff that I haven't seen for a long time and uh, park behind schools that I haven't parked behind for a long time and got to s smoke some weed while I was there as well. <laughs> it's pretty good. And, uh, the priorities. Yeah, it was, no, it was, it, was, it was a really nice trip. My kids have never been on a long-haul flight before, so that was new and exciting, and they, they liked it. They, they liked watching TV um, in the, the, like the little TV that you get the seat in front of you, like on, mm -hmm. on most aircraft nowadays. So they enjoyed that and, um, and they were pretty good, you know, considering we were, when we traveled, we, we were awake for sort of like 27 hours or whatever. They, they coped pretty well. There wasn't like any big meltdowns. There wasn't any, any problems at the airport or anything. It was, it was good. It was, a, it was smooth sailing. It's a, it was an icebreaker. So now we can, Holy crap. we can venture further afield as a, as a family unit. It'll be great. Was it, was it, was, did you get any benefits from having the kids along? Did they, did they, did, were they sort of nice to, nicer to you or did they? Put yeah. You, you get to yeah. board the plane earlier than everybody else. Cause I guess people just don't like kids and how long it takes people with kids to do stuff. So they, they let you board earlier. Yeah. Um, I feel like they are dealing with, basically a, a, a ticking time bomb but, know, yeah pretty whatever. much yeah which and you can't like, actually say in an airport no you're um, not allowed to say but, the words bomb. Uh, it's but, illegal, it's, but it's universally acknowledged that that's the case and uh going through security lines as well everybody seems to if you've got kids they just usher you off into like a, a nice a nice empty queue with your own security thing because again it just takes you for fucking ever to get through and convince your kids to walk through the metal detectors and stuff like that so that's always fun <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah you get a couple of perks but they don't make up for the fact that you're traveling with kids but you know there's still still perks nonetheless it's nice so. Did they manage to like come to the parties? Did they share the weed? What was no, how did that work no, out? For, no, they no, they didn't. They, they really wanted to. Like every right. time I was about to go, um, my kids would look at me, and I could see like the the marijuana leaves forming in their in their eyes, and they'd say, mm -hmm. "Dad, where are you going?" And I'd be like, uh, "You know, I'm just going." Just going Daddy's got to take his medicine. Got to go. Got to go do my medicines. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. But no, it was uh, it was it was really nice. It was it was a really good trip. I'm glad that we did it. it nice. Did anyone else bring their kids? Like, did anyone ever any of these other guys from school dads? Like, um, one, my, one, like my probably like my best friend growing up is a dad, but uh, and he lives in Montreal now. Uh, so he drove down like on the weekend, but he didn't bring his family with him because his his whole family were going to be coming down like the next weekend anyway for Easter. Mm. Um, so they're like, oh, we don't want to do the trip twice. Yeah, so he's like, fair. okay, I'll just go by myself, which was fine because Makes sense. You know, we could go and, and party and stuff. It was it was pretty good. So, um, but no, none of my other friends uh, have bothered to have kids. Do you ever think about moving back to Canada? Or is that something that you'd ever think about doing or? Uh, you know, when I first moved over here, I, I thought about it because I was, you know, like when you live somewhere and you're used to the culture and you're used to like how things are and how like, you know, living and accommodation stuff is set up. You, you move somewhere else and you're like, ah, fuck, I, I wish I could just go back there. It's easier. I understand it better and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So like at yeah. first you I considered it. it, but now that I've been here for for like 15 years it's like fucking out of the question like i could never right. move back to north america like i'm too used to being close to europe and british culture and everything like i i would i would not want to 
live anywhere else now. But that's probably because I'm like almost 40 and, uh, you know, I'm content and I've, I've settled a little bit and stuff. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's different. Yeah. yeah. You've started to put down roots. I've put um, down big roots. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've thought about moving back to the States. We almost did it about 15 years ago. And then we were yeah. like, I just imagined... Like you said, you're used to a way of life and people and uh, the culture of uh, of the UK. And I was like, can I go somewhere where they're just there isn't really a sense of going for a Sunday roast in a pub? No. You know what I mean? I'm like, that yeah. is something I really, really enjoy. And I can't imagine never doing that again. Oh, and boy. everywhere you eat, just being one of a few chains and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I, America's... Uh, it's a little too money-centric for me. Everything seems to be about money. Everybody seems to be driven by by money, even though all of us are in a way. I know, I know what you In mean. America, I feel it's too much. You know what I mean? It feels like it's everywhere. Yeah, it's just a different culture, isn't it? It's yeah. just, it is. They just do I think things the, differently. The, the, the politeness thing is also, I think the people think Canadians are polite because it's in comparison to Americans, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, comparison to... Brits, we're, we're quite polite generally. Like, we're quite oh, yeah. nice. And um, also, but we also, like... I think, look, it was Easter bank holiday weekend just passed and it was sunny. Like we had like three or four days of sun. For some reason, the heavens opened and blessed us with like three days of weather that was enough. It was beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah, we came back. It was like summer. It was awesome. Just walking around though, it was like a sea of of the whitest skin you've ever (laughs) seen. You know, like it was like someone had let loose a load of vampires yeah, and they, that's everyone, the one day of British summer, basically. Everyone was had their sh- shirts off in Queen's Square, and there were people doing barbecues, and there were people like playing volleyball. Yeah, it was it was really like the quintessential like people just came out of the woodwork, and everywhere was was packed. You know, I, I walked through in the evening, and there was just a bunch of people singing and playing their bands, and so they weren't busking; they were just like people playing in the middle of like kind of the centre of Bristol, like various areas. It wasn't just necessarily in the nice areas, but like. You know, it was it was very camaraderie. I don't know. It was very it was very kind of sense of community, like sense of Britishness. And of course, there's always like going to be a few weirdos around and homeless people and drunk right. assholes and football fans. And you know, I don't know. It's but you know it. That's the thing. I think I've talked about this a little bit before. Like, it's. I think if you if you weren't like part of this culture, it would feel very scary. Um, yeah. Much like it is in America. Whereas I think that when we go to America, because we're not used to it, what everyone else. Th- sees as part of the furniture we yeah. see as a bit we're a bit on edge An by it you know threat yeah 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 we don't yeah, know when the weather is nice in america they go and they do the much the same they have barbecues and stuff but they also shoot guns up in the air the whole time too so. <laughs> like an arab wedding yeah <laughs> kind of yeah so like it's a little bit different you know it's can get very intense very quickly we had two barbecues in three days like i was like break oh my god straight away like boom let's go just i just so do you do you have a big garden barbecue like dad style yeah Yeah. do you have like a big fire pit or is it like one on wheels we don't have room for that Uh, instead i have uh do you light it or is it like a propane tank do you have propane it's coals it's proper coals okay Uh, good so i use um a mixture normally if it's a big barbecue you get these awesome little bags that are like pre-wrapped in paper yeah. and the whole thing's been soaked in paraffin. Yes. Just like the corners, bingo. But yes. what I do is, it's amazing, right? Oh, I fucking I, love them. I, 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 can't, I can't live without them. I don't barbecue so without them. They're so so we, good. we ran out. We used them all up. Uh, I had one oh. left. So I used it on the first barbecue. Second barbecue, I was like, all right. So I, I, I just started hunting around in my shed. And honestly, I, it, it's like a magical den. You go in there, you think... 
oh, I really thought I had some coal. And you go in there and bang, there's a bag of coal. It's like a bag of holding from yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. You know, you just reach into the shed and pull something out. So I'm trying to get these coals going. And it's kind of getting there, but it's taking a while. You've got to have them. a lot of like kindling and paper you and do. stuff to so get So I had it in, in a nice pyramid. I had my kindling, but it... The only thing I had was like paper, and it doesn't burn for long enough or hot enough to really get the coals going. No, yeah, so that's thought, why you God. need some wood on there. Right, or some of these little fire lighter tablets. It's like styrofoam, but oh, it's really good stuff. I don't really know. I've got, I have some of those too, and, I, and anytime I've ever tried to have a barbecue with that setup, <laughs> it's always, uh, it's too much. Like, I don't <laughs> think the coals burn hot enough, but I'm, I'm so desperate to, to get- zone. Yeah, I know. I'm so desperate to get the the fake meat onto this the barbecue right. that um, that I put it on, and then when we eat, go to eat the fake meat, the burgers, it tastes Feet. like it tastes like coals. Like right. it's like yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I I found that it, it's a way to get the coals going, and then I wait until they're properly ashen, like on the outside. They're all nice and ashen. There's a if you blow, there's a glow. They're white, right? Yeah. So that yeah. I spread it out, and then it was it was great. Um, it was just it was like I, I didn't think I had any left. Go to the magic magical shed of holding, reach into a bag. Bam! Of course, I've still got some from last it's, summer. It's so. it's so easy for me to picture this scene, though. No, you know, because it's, it's so associated with definitely like my childhood as well. The barbecue is very quintessentially English. That on a hot day. You know, your dad goes out there and it's the, you know, he's got his shorts on for like yeah. the first time. Had a cider and, in my you know, hand, getting my fucking exactly. BBQ and he's I'm, like, You know what kind of dad I am? I'm I'm the shorts all year round kind of dad now. This year, this this year especially, I have worn shorts uh, like all year so far. Wow. Tra okay. And track shorts as well, which is even worse. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes even when I go to town, I wear them. I'm just like, <laughs> well, I'm done. I don't even care anymore. You're that guy. I'm yeah, that dude. we know. Yeah. I know you. The There's guy. one of a couple of you guys yeah. around. I see round. Yeah. I drop That's... my kids off at school in the morning, and every once in a while, like I get like a like a, a knowing nod from another dad who's wearing shorts and stuff. And one yeah. time, you're, a you're guy dressed, who normally you're wears shorts, like you're going for a jog, but yeah, you're yeah. not. It's like yeah. almost snowing out, and I'm wearing shorts and a coat and like a That's hoodie right. underneath. And uh, because I, again, I'm, I'm done. I, I just can't be bothered. And uh, one time this guy who normally always wears shorts, I think he's like a delivery driver or works in a warehouse or something. So, you know, like those guys tend yeah, to just wear, wear shorts, shorts all yeah, the time yeah. anyway. He wasn't wearing shorts. It was that cold out. So this right. guy decided not to wear shorts. And he actually stopped me in the road and he's like, oh, you're still wearing your shorts? I was like... <laughs> Fuck yeah, I am. Like, it's almost like a competition. Yeah, yeah. He's like thinking, yeah. fuck, I've lost the shorts competition. No, I th you know what I think it was? I think he was going to leave the house with the shorts on. And uh, Flax, you could probably you could probably sympathize with this. And his wife said, it's so fucking cold out there. Go and put some pants on immediately. Right. And he was like, okay. <laughs> so he had to reluctantly <laughs> wear pants that day. And then when he saw me in my shorts, he was jealous. Yeah, his legs were all sweaty. Yeah. Or it might have been like a, used a, to it. a secret society. Secret society of short wearers. But he's like, I yeah, didn't get the memo that we were shorting today. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was like the, sort of like, the like the like the masons or like the yeah. stone cutters or whatever, but were the, the short Oh shit, short there's the door. Hold on. That's all right. I, I don't run cold enough um, uh, to like manage shorts, honestly, Sips. Like, I'm, I'm, 
I can't do it. I can't deal with shorts. I'm always like, oh, I love my them. legs. They're so comfortable. Holy crap. I love just wearing shorts. You know what? Just the freedom to let your like, just yeah. the air flow up Once the, you, once up you the take holes. away half of the, of the, of the, of the pants and you're, you're with shorts, you kind of get to the point where you're like, maybe I don't even need to wear shorts or underpants either. Like uh, you, you can see how people like really like just being nude, you know, thousands of years ago. Right. Like it, it is very liberating you know so like, so often sips you are just thinking as you have shorts just you're dreaming of taking the pants off under the shorts and wondering if people and the know. shorts too i'm 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 sort of we oh. have to be getting closer to accepting people just walking around fully nude in society right like it's, i think no. this you are approaching that age when for some reason a switch in your head goes off and it's actually do you know what i could I could be a nudist. Yeah. I just, I feel like it's a lot of hassle. Having, I see like, I could see on. you with yeah. like a handkerchief with little yeah. twists in the corners on your head, sitting on a nudist beach. You, you know, know, that's it's the only thing the, you're wearing. It's always the people who have no business being nude who want to be nude as well. That's right. right. Like, yeah. You fucking never see like yeah, Liz Hurley walking around nude. It's always like you do, mate. Someone Liz, linked it some, Liz something Hurley's on Twitter. Too. Overweight grandma walking around nude instead. Yeah, it's always like a big red guy with a red face, like yeah. a big gut, and his like, wife like fucking with like a Randy Bobandy belly sticking out and stuff. Like fuck. You know what? Jeez. I was I was uh, talking about married life and everything. I was thinking about this this morning. Why didn't Al Bundy want to have sex with Peg? Yeah, Peg was okay, smoking, first of all, actually. Like, let me stop you there. She, that I need a wig, more info by the way. on Peg, who Al Bundy is. And Peg's hair wasn't real in in that. Did Are you, you know for that? real? <laughs> what yeah, is I, it? yeah, uh, yeah. Hang on. Yeah, it's a big listen. wig. Was it really? A big old wig. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, you know, the character was still hot. Yeah. God damn. I was like, why isn't he having sex with Peggy all the time? She's literally saying, Al, come and make love to me. And he's just like, no, Pig. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Because he was like a fucking shoe salesman. He was like that. It's yeah, true. This life. is the joy. He, this he is the joy dis- he gets from life. Is he gets no, have sex he, with Peggy? He doesn't though. That 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 is how discontent works. Everything that used to be nice and fun to you ceases to be because you're so miserable, right? Maybe that's how it works. Either and way, so, I would have. He's crazy. Al, well, I you're would, crazy. I would have too. And Fran Drescher on the nanny as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm having to look up what show this is because I've never seen it. You've um, never seen Married with Children before? No, I'm just slightly too young, guys. Um, Pig! <laughs> 259 episodes yeah. it was on for. <laughs> I know. Holy it was, shit. It was fucking on It's forever. massively famous. It's such a bad yeah. show, but yeah. I remember watching it a lot as a, as a young Yeah, of course, there was nothing else on. It was TV no. back then. It was I like mean, three fucking things. American TV is still the same. When we were over there, holy shit. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you find shows to even watch. Like, how do you people know where to f- watch shows? Like, yeah, over like here it's so channels. easy. There's fucking yeah. four channels. Like, you just, you find something and you put up with it. But over there, there's like a million channels. And holy shit, the fucking infomercials are oh crazy as well. Like, the they have not medicine. changed Those are the ones since the 1980s. Yeah. It's always that same American guy. He's like, he sounds like he's like 80 years old. And he's like, oh, they're just so creepy and weird and like uh, I don't know do one. And they're, they're on every do one channel. for the Triforce podcast uh, I can't even Advertise. do it it's like, they're just the stuff they advertise is so bizarre too it's always like that you know, you know, like in America, like especially out in the suburbs, people have a lot of disposable income and they're, yeah. they're bored, I guess, and they buy like lots of weird fucking doodads for their home and garden and stuff. So like, there's like 
gigantic market. Like it's like that in the UK too, right? With like home guess, base yeah, and, it must and, be. and whatever. But it I just mean, seems to be QVC more prominent. Channel and everything. We got yeah, it channels. seems to be more prominent over there. It does, somehow. yeah. And um, and so you just get like these weird commercials where it's like, you know, it's like this very specific stepladder for a very specific thing in your garden. But they sell it to you like it's it's a must have item that you would just end up storing in your shed because you probably have like fucking 20 acres of land or whatever. So you have like, you know, a big Maybe shed in the you corner know what? of Maybe that. that's it. Americans have a lot more space and you got to fill if you have space. Yeah, you have fill to it. fill that space. Yeah, with like as if much you build more roads, yeah. more people drive on the roads. It doesn't alleviate traffic. It just means more cars. So maybe yeah. you have more space, you have more crap. Yeah, I could totally see the allure of that, though. Having like like that's a very American and Canadian sort of self self-preparing kind of, you know, survival so, attitude. Yeah. They're, good, know, at, they're like, good at that. Having, Bunker, yeah. bunker. Oh, talking of uh, talking of prepping, uh, I watch a YouTube channel for this guy who does reviews of rations. Oh God! I think he's right. called MRE Steve. I think is his name. That, that's right. not the channel name, but if you look for for rations and stuff, you'll find his stuff. Um, he's brilliant. He do, he's very very cool guy. He gets these old ration packs from like the fucking forties and opens Whoa. them up and eats what's in there but it's not in a gross way so like oh i've heard of you know this he'd guy, be like yeah. oh this chocolate's it's got a lot of bloom on there it's looking a little little pale but uh let's give it a try and he'll try and go <laughs> oh oh well that's one of the worst things i've ever eaten oh <laughs> it's but it's great and he says he'll, he'll open up the pack he goes all right let's see what we got here all right let's get this onto a tray and then it cuts and all the food's neatly laid out in a tray and he goes Nice, like every episode, and I always wait for the. Let's get this out onto a tray. I don't know why, but I love the way he says it. it's. It's his stuff is great. Anyway, I was I've watched like all of his videos, and <laughs> I, know, sure. I no. know, uh Like uh, today, we're going to be re reviewing a 1995 Lithuanian Army MRE. Okay, <laughs> and he like opens it up, and he's got he's got some kind of biscuit here, and got like a, a little chili. All right, yeah, we'll try that. And he's got like this self-heating things. So you just pour water in and give that a little shake and set it to one side and it steams and boils and then you open it and the food's fucking cooked. So I was like, I've got to try this. So I ordered a couple of MRE packs on the internet this morning. I'll whoa, let you guys whoa, know whoa. what they're like. Well, are you going to make a video of yourself trying them out and stuff? <laughs> no, I mean, Steve You're gonna, does like, it cook so much better. And... He does it already. He's done these before. What's the point? And somebody else did what is it? it. Oh, meals ready to eat. Is that what they are? Yeah. Well, are you saying that there's no room in the market for another contender? Like, you're, no, you're just I mean, going to give I up that compete. easily? Well, he's a good-looking young guy. He's in great right. shape. He's got that great voice. And he knows that he's talking Well, you're about. a bad-looking old guy. That can be your unique <laughs> selling point. You don't you need to... Just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean you have to get involved. You know, you could take joy in other people's stuff. Like, I I, I bought some of... The, I think, think I bought some of these MREs things for um, when we went on the camping um, day and we went and did the paintball thingy right. shoot, don't starve, thing, whatever, with hat films. I did it a while back. Uh, it was for a brand deal. And I bought a bunch of these things that I... Um, I had a couple and, man, they were all... Awful. Everyone that I had, but I think it's because I had like the veggie ones. Do you yeah, know what I mean? lame bean and rice burrito or something. Oof. You know what though? Like you say that they're awful, but the 
the alternative is like if you ever watched did you guys watch that documentary about the first world war the uh, the peter jackson one yeah where, you know, you know it, was all the, uh, it was amazing it was amazing yeah it was really amazing but did you see like the bits where they were like taking and boiling water from no man's land to make tea and stuff and so they boil up they boil up the water and they'd have like a fucking like green film forming at the top that they'd have to scrape off the water before they could use it to drink tea and stuff that's that's before you had like emergency yeah. rations and stuff right that's what you would have to do so you know maybe just like uh eat them and enjoy them and yeah uh, and and not not take water from no man's land it is crazy that we expected people to fight for the country but by god we're not going to feed and water them there's water in no man's land just <laughs> move the dead bodies out of the way oh, and get some water and stop complaining poor fucking guys man holy shit that's, that's such a that's such a thing that uh that like soldiers always say like that if you give a soldier time to think they'll start complaining yeah i'm thinking no fucking wonder it's a miserable job oh my god it's incredibly dangerous and you're stuck in the middle of a fucking field getting shot at for weeks at a time drinking 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 trench tea drinking trench tea and eating the eating the dead like oh did you see the state of some of their feet and stuff too like like fucking gangrene and shit all over their feet (laughs) fuck and they're just think how bad people's feet are ordinarily i know know like you get a bunion or whatever and you're like oh my god this is the worst but those guys had like fucking black black flaps of yeah. skin coming off of their feet and stuff like but all oh. of their teeth you can see where we got the foot. reputation for bad teeth their, yeah. their, their teeth were i mean snaggle tooth is is a polite way of putting this <laughs> yeah was, what the fuck is up with that is it just like a lack of dentistry generally? yeah there's li- like, literally no braces no, but like, nothing I know, but we're talking about like, you know, like the sort of like quite early 1900s. Like, are you saying that other countries were like super advanced in the field of dentistry, giving people braces and stuff? I I doubt it. I don't know. Let's have a look. Let's let's look it up. must just be a genetic thing, right? I think, well, I think most people like without any dentistry whatsoever will just have kind of fucked up and crooked teeth, right? So like I don't know why 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 is it just British people who have this um, sort of like street cred for having bad teeth when like probably everybody does realistically have them but I guess some countries are just like more proactive with like preventing like the crooked teeth through dentistry or whatever I I don't I don't I mean I don't they understand. had de- they had dentists doing braces and stuff in the 20th century apparently Jesus and they yeah. did they did wow. teeth straightening in the 19th century like the like 1901 there was an American Association of Orthodontists really and they did sh- yeah they did shit like this they used rubber holy and elastics and all that kind of stuff way back holy then holy fuck I know <laughs> well, you learn something new every day they really you really do. do it just shows oh my they, god that's crazy I I, so what, did, I was going to talk about TwitchCon but if you have something no, no, no. Oh, yeah, tell me about TwitchCon. I, I missed it, so I want to know. This oh, is man. the European TwitchCon, right? This was European TwitchCon. First of all, right. I, on the, at the airport on the way back, I was waiting for my plane, and a lad came up, young lad, and he said, Hurun? Uh, and I was like, hello. And he, he hadn't been at TwitchCon. He just happened to be in Berlin that weekend with his girlfriend. <laughs> of course. And he, he, he was like, oh, I'm a massive fan of the Triforce podcast. So I said I'd give you a shout-out, Joe. Shout out to you. Nice to meet you, mate. Oh, and for doing <laughs> shout outs, I would also like to do one. Uh, guy in Ottawa at the Beaver Tail stand, 
thanks so much for all the free beaver tails. That was great. It was, uh, it was our last day. <laughs> the fuck and everybody, beaver tails? <laughs> yeah, everybody loved the beaver tails. It was awesome. I was standing in line to get some beaver tails, and uh, it was my turn, and the guy was like, uh, yeah, what, what can I get you? It's like, <laughs> That's the uh, most Canadian thing I've ever Three beaver tails, please. And, he's, and he did this, like, sort of thing where he, like, you know, like, with his hand, like, pointed a gun at me sort of thing. But not like in like a showmanship sort of way. And he's like, right. uh, my friend knows you, so you get these for free. I was like, what? Your friend knows me. So I looked behind him and the guy who was like, you know, making the beaver tails was like, oh, hey, I love the Triforce podcast. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah, Wait, really so good. I have a question. Is is a beaver tail what it sounds like or is it something else? It's uh, it's shaped like a beaver tail. Okay, it's meant so it's to not look an like actual fried no, beaver it's, tail. It's like, it's, it's like a flat crispy donut basically it's oh, just right. like okay. yeah uh, and then you can oh, put boy. like toppings on it. So like you could put like cinnamon and sugar is like the sort of traditional topping. But okay. they've they've gone nuts. You can like cut up banana, <laughs> put chocolate sauce <laughs> on there. They've gone nuts. They lost and their minds. You fucking you could put applesauce on there and shit. Like don't if you go to Canada and have beer tail, just get the it's traditional. It's ruined. They've ruined one. it. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's too much. Uh, it's too much. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> Sips goes back. He's like. God, they even changed beaver tails. This is too much. We're yeah, never coming so, back. So, this is yeah, ridiculous. That's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know, what's, you know what's really weird, though? Like, as, as much fun as I had and everything, at uh. points in the trip, I felt like a little bit... I don't know if you guys have ever had this, okay? Like, because maybe you guys live closer to where you grew up and stuff. Like, uh, I've, I, I moved away from where I grew up. Um, so for me going back after like 10 years or even more in some cases, I always like everybody that I knew that lived there, I've, I've sort of like, um, packed them away into like a time vacuum in my mind. Right. Mm. So like sometimes I go change, back to these right? places and like, I drove by like my old school, for example, cause like I thought, oh, well, you know, it'd be funny to see like if it's changed or whatever. Right, it right. hasn't. It's just the exact fucking same. Like for a split second, I thought, oh, maybe I could go in there and see um, Steve. And like, like, like Steve is still, Steve's like fucking 40 years old now. I don't even know where he is. But like, you know, in my mind, I'm, he's still there. You know, that's the last time I saw him was in that school. So he must still be there just doing the same old shit. Right. But there's no way he is. So like part of my trip was like a little bit depressing at times because uh. I'd go, I'd see these places or I'd drive by like, uh, you know, like my friend's like old house or whatever. And it's kind of sad to think that like, I don't know, like my friend and his family used to live there and now they don't. Mm. And, that, and that's gone forever, right? right. Like, yeah. It's impossible to get that back. You it know? feels so a little like, bit like it was a different you almost. Yeah, yeah. This, so like yeah. There's, there's times where I'd be driving around or something like looking at like my old neighborhood and it's like, Oh fuck! Like all these people that I know have just gone, and I have no idea where they are or and what also, they're doing. Like a lot and of I'll times, never get those times back. It's jogging your memory as well, constantly, right? It's like it's like, oh my god, I remember this place. I remember yeah. this thing. It's amazing yeah. the stuff that's in your head that you're like, and it all you don't you don't think about it before you go out to see it, right? Yeah. So for example, um, my mum went over Christmas, showed me um, an old DVD that a guy had recorded on his VCR of the. Onga wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. A DVD fair. on a VCR? That's not a compatible system. How did he system. do that? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, but he, sorry, he'd recorded it on one of these old, um, I'm going to Google He'd recorded it. it on one of these old VCR camcorders. Like, right. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So this now was like, you're making sense. Fuck it was like me. 2001, 2002. So I'd come back from uni and I was like 17, 18 or whatever. And I was helping out at the Onga Medieval Fair. Okay. And so I had long hair. 
And I was so this I'll, I'll, I'll maybe show it to one day, but it's like basically I've got this really strong Essex boy accent, and it's really it's weird. So it's weird for me to see it. But as we were watching this thing, uh, I was more interested in all this stuff that I recognised, and there was a lot of people um, that I recognised. But because like I was at the medieval fair, and a lot of the, the people were kind of old people, a lot of them had died. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's old Ken. You remember Ken? I'm like, yeah. And, he, and mum's like, oh, well, he's dead now. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. It's like, oh, yeah, there's old Alice. She's dead. Oh, that's that's Roger. He's dead. He's oh, dead as well, yeah. So God. it's like, every, it was just a fucking litany of, like, corpses. I was like, God, this is a bit fucking depressing. I, I didn't really realise, like, but it's like, well, you see... Um, you know, you see some some World War Two footage or some footage of, of anything older than that, and you realise everyone in on that is is going to be dead now. You yeah. know, like yeah. um, it's kind of weird to see like that sort of stuff and think about it like that because you, it's not the instant thing that you go to. No, um, yeah, it's really it was really strange, but like yeah, I don't know. I guess like I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that, but it was it was a weird one. I don't know. Like it's probably a combination of being like jet lagged and tired and stuff too. Like sometimes your mind like not plays tricks on you, but you're not like thinking like how you normally would sort of thing. Mm. No. So it, maybe I felt like a bit more sort of like oh. it is but a jarring feeling going it is, back yeah, somewhere that you to a to a different life. It's almost like stepping into a different sort of pe- period of time and like trying to be, be, be being a different person. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what really my kids my my kids' favorite thing that we did the whole time we were there was we went through a drive through at Wendy's of and course. we got chocolate frosties <laughs> twice and they fucking loved it. <laughs> I did too. Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. Of the trip. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't even need to fucking get out of the car. It was awesome. We don't have any drive throughs over here, so it was a Thank real novelty. God. Yeah. Was, Drive uh, or Jersey? Oh no, I guess you don't. You know, well, maybe not, that's that, maybe that's the business opportunity tips that you've been missing out on. You know, I open just, a beaver uh, tail. I thought about it when I got back. I was like, drive through beaver tails. I can make a drive through, but it just wouldn't work over here. Like, well, you got to do. You got to add a, a new spin. Drive through donuts and dildos. You need space for it, though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, and vapes. It takes up a lot <laughs> of space. A drive through. You have to have like the big lead up, and then you have to have the fucking. You know, the little thing that you talk into with the menu oh, and stuff. And then you have to drive up to one of the windows and like... Is it like... It's like going through a car wash, only much more elaborate. Yeah, yeah that's it. Was yeah. it like going on a fairground ride for them, but there was food at the end, you know? No, not really. I think they just like are obsessed with chocolate. So like... Oh, I went, see. Went so. like some frosty, chocolatey um, ice cream thing. Sugary mess. Into the back seat. They were like, yeah, fuck, this is amazing. But gotta, you know what? I felt so middle-aged the other day when we went to the car wash. Me and Mrs. F, we, my mum was up for a couple of weeks, left the kids at home, we popped the shops, and then she was like, let's go through the car wash. And I was like, ooh, yeah, let's do it. And we went through the car wash together. That was that was what we did. That was the thing we did as a couple that day wow. was we went through the fucking car wash. Yeah. That's, and, that's and a we joyous kiddie thing. Yeah, I like. I always remember going through the car wash and the big monsters coming out and giving the old slapping themselves right. on the Well, my eldest remembers the last time she went through a car wash very well because I accidentally left her window open a tiny bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it started spraying water in her. <laughs> she got some hot wax on her face. She, and, uh, she was terrified. She's, she's oh. been muted ever since she threw herself into the footwell on the other side of the car she's like Whoa! i was like what's happening there's like tepid water coming through the window 
Oh, we remind her of it often. Dirty we're foam a cruel water. family. Oh, oh so TwitchCon. So TwitchCon. Yeah, yeah. Back to TwitchCon. Sorry so about that. For, like, I went out to, to Bristol um, and uh, hung out with the guys a little bit. And then we went to uh, went to Berlin. It was nice being on the plane with everybody. You know, we had a laugh. And um, got got to the, the hotel, dropped all our stuff off, and we went straight out. And we were like, we were on it that whole evening. Like we went to the, the Twitch sort of welcoming party that they had at the, the conference center, which was a pretty big. Um, but if I had a criticism, I'd say that there wasn't quite enough to do there, I think, for like the average spectator who was going along. There really wasn't. There was like some speeches to watch and stuff, but there wasn't really much to do. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like I feel like well, there could have been Well, what's the point of it though? People just go and meet their favorite streamers. Is that well, it? I think so. I, I, w I don't know how many people there were streamers. I would say a lot like i saw a lot there was a lot of people walking around filming themselves and live streaming them going down an escalator or getting a coffee or whatever it's like not right. the kind of shit that, that we do but anyway yeah. they were doing that i was there to hang out with the yogs guys and meet some people who i hadn't seen in a while um so it was, it was great i mean we just we went out every single night like the first night we went out we went to the yogs party i mean not the, the the twitch party sorry went there had all the free booze had a chat played some arcade games hung out it was a good laugh I'm going, to, I'm going back to the hotel. I want to get a kebab. Tom tells me, oh, yeah, it's one like just across there and to the right. So I go over there. <laughs> there was no kebab place for like right. a mile. I found a five just guys. sex shops. Yeah. 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 So I got my five guys. I'm going to go back to my hotel room. I come back to the bar to say goodnight to everybody. And there's my friend Brian, who I haven't seen in a long time. Um, he used to be on the Dota scene, um, K-pop for anyone that remembers. Um, oh yeah, from him oh from yeah. Dota. He was a cool guy. So he now works for D and D Beyond. I was like, holy shit, Brian, I haven't seen you in years. So it was like really good to see him. And he was like, we're gonna go do karaoke. Oh, he's not from California. He's he's from Alabama. He's gonna go do some karaoke. Wanna join us here? I was like, I surely do. So I was like, shit. I was about to go to bed. I was pretty drunk, but I thought, fuck it. The, the lure of karaoke is enough. Found a karaoke bar. Was packed with twitch people all these people in there obviously from the twitchcon thought fuck yeah let's do karaoke managed to get ourselves a private room we were going till like four in the morning which couldn't nice. stop us we went absolutely nuts i went to bed i got home ate my freezing cold burger in my hotel room and went to sleep woke up the next day went into twitchcon i was hung over all day went out for a quiet drink with tom and ben that evening to the quote-unquote irish pub um which we, we only it was in the fucking the basement of a shopping mall nice. but the reason we went there is because tom was like wanted cider he had to have cider. He couldn't stand just drinking German beer. I love German beer. I'm a big fan of oh it. Oh my I was like, God. Yeah. When yeah. in Germany, you don't need to have cider. Right. Like, well, we, else, we found sure, a place but... that sold <laughs> Pumas and Magnus and Thatchers. So Tom was happy. And it had a smoking room. Wow. It was like a room where you could go in there and smoke, which is so alien to anyone from Britain. Like in Germany, we, like this is the weird thing. You think about Europe as being more advanced than us, right? That's the way I always think when I go to a place like Germany and Sweden and stuff. I always think of them as being more advanced and, and sort of, you know, socially more aware and more cool and progressive and everything. And you go to Germany and there's people fucking smoking everywhere. And you go into this smoking room and everybody in there is smoking like crazy. I was like, this is like going back in time. Like, I can't believe uh, yeah, it. But I think like, I, you know, I think I think fair enough. You shouldn't be able to smoke like in restaurants. You shouldn't be able to smoke in office buildings and stuff. But I don't know why there's like all these laws now where you can't smoke near a building. Like, right. What the I, fuck? I agree. We, we've gone too far. And yeah, that's when, crazy. When, when you couldn't even have a private members club. Yeah, like, where you can smoke. So there were like cigar clubs. I think they were fucked over in a big way. Like, if I want to have a bar where you can smoke, why can't yeah, I have a bar? It should can be smoke? a blanket ban. There right. should be a bar where it's like this is this is part of like the things that you can do in our bar. 
smoking is one of them. If you don't like it, don't fucking come. Right. You know, the, go somewhere the, the else. The issue was with the employees who wouldn't have a choice. So their job is to stand there in 10 bar and they're surrounded by smoke. I understand that argument. I get it. Sure. But having but an area where you can go and sit, I don't have a problem with that. I'm pretty sure the bar staff don't have a problem with that. But I'll tell you what, I'd forgotten how fucking smelly cigarettes were. Because for oh, the yeah. rest of the weekend, Remember I smelled Remember when you used to be able to smoke in, in like nightclubs, pubs, oh, God, yeah. like everything? Holy fuck. You'd get home and you'd just smell like a you goddamn stank of it, chimney. Right? Like, so oh my, my God. Forever, my dude. coat stank of cigarettes It's uh, like for, for yeah. the next week. And my daughters were like, oh, it smells amazing. I was like, don't smell the cigarettes. That's a bad thing. <laughs> 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 but so that was that it was, was the exactly the night. same in certain places in Japan. Like um, they used to used to be all these arcade buildings, like the Sega buildings, this huge arcade in Akihabara, where for the, the sort of arcade district, and all the all the plinko, pachinko, fucking. Right. Parlors are all just full, or at least used to be, just so full of people smoking yeah. that they absolutely stink. And they even now, when smoking is banned, the buildings still just absolutely reek, reek yeah, and they just, just can't like, get the smell it's out. It's a very yeah. persistent smell, which is why places didn't smell of anything but cigarettes. Like that was the thing: is nightclubs smelled like sweat. The, now. the buildings in Japan are all because they're all crammed in and all like they're all kind of high-rise buildings. Like the arcades are like a five-story building but they're not that big you know it's like a room right and then there's another one above it and another one above it and every room above it smells more strongly because <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. of all the smoke rising up and the top one is like oh my god imagine what they what it's like where they were still smoking though because it must have just been full of like you know they need to have like a chimney on the top to yeah. like fucking let that shit out have you um, ever have you guys ever been in a nightclub where you've either stayed right to the end and you're literally one of the last people to let out and they turn on all the lights or oh, there's the like worst. a fire alarm and they turn on all the lights or whatever. Oh, oh it looks so oh, bad. It's fucking so depressing, isn't it? That is one of like, the worst times because you realize it's like it's like a sci-fi thing yeah. where you've been wearing like these lovely rose-tinted goggles but actually yeah. been staying in like this room full of slime. And, yeah, because like, the lighting gross. is like king, right? Or the lack of, I should say. And like everything is painted black too, right? Because yeah. it just you know to hide the you know because it's already dark and there's a laser show and smoke and like techno or oh whatever God, you don't but want man, that you realize the, the woman on, you've been dancing me. with is like a troll it's yeah like, oh, and you look no. up and there's always fucking beige ceiling tiles from when you used to be able to smoke in there and yeah. they're all stained with the smoke and stuff and oh it's so fucking depressing and you realize that the stickiness of the floor is uh, oh, it's just like yeah. a big wake-up call for everyone they're like I what know. am i doing yeah yeah it's the worst isn't it up until that point you were having a great time absolutely holy shit so so you were just sat out i mean the thing about smoking with the guys is that you know i don't really go to the pub anymore with right. them because they always sit outside and yeah, I, I yeah. Mean, you, you'll be fine you know sips in your shorts you, you know sit yeah, absolutely. I, last time i was in bristol i sat outside the whole time it was fine. yeah it's like yeah. pouring with rain yeah. you know it's like Sleets. fucking freezing cold yeah, but you they're huddle all like together huddled for around warmth. an ice nice. cold pine yeah, like really good. smoking until the early hours and drinking it's like oh i can't i can't be doing it i can't I can't hack it but i'm yeah, not it was good so we were in there and then and then on the on the sunday like I, w I was pretty hungover at this point i don't normally go out back to back nights especially not till 4am i felt like a like a, like a real grown-up for a while and then on the sunday we went out for this big german meal Big, heavy, stodgy, like, you know, my favorite Jeez, kind of the German The whole food. weekend you're just drinking and oh, it was unbelievable. fucking vaping and it was heaven. eating. It was heaven. It was heaven. I'm eating bratwurst, I'm eating currywurst, I'm eating Bartkartoffeln, I'm drinking German beer, I'm loving it. We got a waitress in a dirndl 
serving us. Me and Terps are competing to take pictures with her and stuff like that. It was great. <laughs> and then well, afterwards, we went out to this bar. And this is, the, it's so different when you go out in Germany, it feels, as, or especially in Berlin, is there was no, no one looking at their watches and saying, yeah, drink up, drink up, nothing. We were there till half four. And the, the place was still bumping and they were still ready to go and they weren't saying, this is it, we're going to close in a sec. They were just open till whenever. No problem. Nice. So we were just, it's, it's so relaxing. And I feel like in the UK, our constant quest is to get as drunk as possible before they kick you out because they're shutting. That's true. Whereas in Germany, they're just yeah. like, no, no, you can take as long as you like. And it, it honestly takes the edge off. I'm not constantly thinking, shit, if I'm still up for a drink and they shut it too, what the fuck do we do next? There's no panic. There's no there's no abandoned ship element where you are oh, every man for himself, try and find an off license. You know, it was it was literally no problem, just chill. And then when you've had enough and you're knackered, you go home. Easy peasy. It was it's great. culture. You know, that's what they're used to as well, probably. That's just the way it is. And we're used to... It's just how they do. That's how they do. We're used yeah. to the drunken kebab run at... Yeah. at 3 a.m., you know, and that's just how they do, how we do. But it was it was a really good weekend. It was cracking, cracking stuff. I'm glad you had a good time. Did you, do I mean, do -do. was it just drinking in Berlin? Like, no, was that no, TwitchCon? No, no, did I, you do I anything, did. Um, anything in what else? What kind of stuff did you guys do at actual TwitchCon? We did a meet and greet, um, right. and it was us. Like, it was me, Terps, uh, Duncan and Shin. We were sat at our little table, and then there was Soda Poppin, who's like a big right. Twitch streamer. He was over at his table. Yeah, the, he's the, huge. Oh, his queue was big. Like we took, yeah. we took a picture. Our queue was like twenty or thirty noble Yogs fans, you know. And then it, it got bigger. But at that point that we took the picture, there was very few people queuing. For I us. mean, it's not bad considering one of you out of the four streams regularly. So like, that's that's a pretty good turnout, right? Oh, well, yeah, like, we got we got a decent number. I mean, you know, we were there for an hour and a half. And at that point, that was when we, we'd signed everything and, and chatted to everybody. It was nice. They were all really happy to see us. Lots of people saying that they love the podcast. So that was that was really nice to hear. Nice. Um, Soda was there until like 2am. 2, 2 he almost you know, certainly just, was. Like, just laid back, you know, yeah. just drinking. He was taking his time. Like, he was close. having a good chat with everybody. He, he's yeah. eating bratwurst and whatever, you know, just like doing karaoke on his booth and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, met some people. And then I did the PJ Salt Challenge where they get eight streamers up onto the stage and you all have to play these stupid party games and the winner gets to go to the TwitchCon in San Diego or San right. Francisco, whichever one it is. Right. Um, did you win? No, I came essentially joint third right. um, because were you disappointed would you ever go to the one in america the Twitch i mean it for free sure but uh, i don't want to have to pay for a flight to america and hotels and everything but i mean i know that the uh the the ticket you know was like they'll fly you out there and put you up and everything like that so right. we did these games we played this game called swordy kind of like gang beasts controls but you pick up weapons from around this arena and you have to smack each other in the face that was fun right. then we played something i think it was called tiny towers which is sort of like Tetris. Oh yeah, but you have to like competitive. Yeah, I played that. It's yeah, fun. so you you stack up and there's like spells you can cast on your opponent. Yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. That. And there was one guy. None of us have played any of the games, but this one guy who eventually won it had played that game before. He was like, "Oh, I love oh, this right. game. I played all the time." And I was like, eh, "We lost." So, <laughs> so we, we made, I made it through to the final four, and then I had to pair up uh, with this very sweet uh, Russian girl. She was my. She was with me, and then he was with this. this uh, I can't remember her name. But another girl. So we were paired up and we had to play against each other and it was meant to be overcooked, but they couldn't get overcooked to work. So they said, let's just play Tiny Towers again. And I was like, what? Like, oh, he's getting salty. And I'm like, no, that's just bullshit. Like, that's, that's the guy we've already established. <laughs> the PJ he knows Salt how to play. Challenge. It's fixed. <laughs> yeah. It was fixed. He already yeah, yeah, knows yeah. how to play that game. So he fucking crushed us, of course. Goes to the grand final and they played this stupid game. You know the wavy arm guys? 
like that. They sort of fill up with air um, that they have outside car places. Like Marcus says to me, uh, do they have those over here? Like the wavy arm guys? I was like, yeah, pretty pretty sure I've seen them. And they had these two either side of the stage that waved like crazy. And it was like a fighting game where you're playing the wavy arm guys. Oh, right. Um, and he won. And so he gets to go to It's like Mr. Twitch Tickle Com. fighting against Mr. Tickle. Exactly. Like the, it was funny. but uh, Wavy ass arms. I yeah. wouldn't have minded a shot. At a, I mean, you know, why don't we fucking 1v1 Dota or something? You know what I mean? Come on, roll the game it's out that I know. That you're used to, yeah. I, I imagine he still beat you, though, at Dota. No. No one can beat me. <laughs> Okay. Impossible. <laughs> It'd be really funny though. Yeah, that would be funny because ours is great. I'm seven k. Oh shit! My Trump card. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so TwitchCon Europe recommended? Would you do it again? I think for a first time, it was a very smooth event. They didn't have any technical problems, no ticketing problems. It didn't feel right. like you had to queue for ages to do anything. The food area was nice outside. It was nice and spacious. They had a really nice partner lounge to hang out in, in that it was big and there was right. seats, but it could have been a bit more. I think. They could have given us a bit more food because it was quite hard to get food. The, the place isn't really near stuff. So it's like they had the food stands outside, but I wouldn't have minded a few more beers. Paul fucking Paul Choi was on the beers straight away. Like we arrived midday and he was like, where's the beers? And he was just on it straight away. Wow. Um, but yeah, I think he drank all the free beer. But uh, yeah, it was it was OK. But again, if you were uh, if you were a, uh, a spectator, I would think there wasn't a huge amount to do. That would be my criticism. But I think right. for a first attempt, it was I good. think you have to be up for spending all night out drinking with the lads, you know? And so, so that's for some people, with other people it's not for. Oh, it was great. I mean? like, they I don't have legalized marijuana in Germany, do they? No, but they have amazing beer and sausages and pretzels. I, I thought I'd made this clear. Yeah, but it's not fluff. I mean, I, I, mean, I think you've got to enjoy it in your own way. I think that's part of the reason that I kind of, like, I, I enjoy BlizzCon, but I, I think I prefer to enjoy it sat on a sofa with popcorn, you know, and like, you know, uh, that I can like turn it, I can pause it and turn it on and off rather right. than like. Yeah, unless to... it was last year's BlizzCon, which was just yeah. like not enjoyable under any circumstances. Well, even if you were there, yeah. yeah well, even, I mean, if you're there or at home or anything. I think you, should, you just have to learn these things, right? And at different times in your life, I think you want different things. And also, if you've got different groups of friends, they, you know, sometimes you just want to tag along with a guy who's leading the way through, you know, a yeah. drunken stag weekend in berlin as you fucking it get did wasted. feel like a stag weekend in a way it actually did well that's, well, that's not a bad thing no it's great good. i'm just saying yeah. the convention itself i'm not talking about my enjoyment of the weekend i had a whale of a time i'm just saying if i'd paid money to go there i'd be thinking eh, it could have been more to do that's what but uh, again it was their first go what would you give it out of 10 my personal experience 10 out of 10 I had a great out, time. I had okay, a great time. All right, but like from the point of view of a consumer who would like to oh, go to, I would one probably of these say things. five or six. I think that they, they would they would want to see next next year would need a little more improvement with stuff to do. Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was okay. Yeah, for them. I think. What would they, you ask? What would you do? Like, were there a lot of people streaming like from like as you went around like on yeah, their cams? Yeah, were people like, playing games and stuff? Well, like, that, did you that's watch one them thing. Play? So if you like, let's think about Comic Con. When you go to Comic Con. There's, you go there and if you're not willing to spend money or you didn't come there to specifically meet certain actors and stuff, there's not like a huge amount to do. Like I always think of it as being like, let's have some games companies in here doing demos of games that are going to be good for streaming. And let's have some, let's have a guy streaming and you get to play with him on stream, stuff like that. I feel like that should have been much more. They should have done a lot more of that. 
Um, but it kind of felt like they were maybe it's it's tricky to think of things to do, but they needed to. It they is. need to think of a few things to do. Yeah, it's hard to like entertain the crowd and like keep keep a show going almost and like just plan something that's kind of and have it hosted well. You know, bearing in mind it's in Germany as well. Like Gamescom's always tricky to know whether right. you do it for the German crowd or to do it all in English. You know, it's it's a tricky like thing to do. And also like for streamers to come out, you know, streamers are streaming every day and yeah. they they lose like you know four days of streaming effectively by coming yeah. out to this thing, and yeah. it feels like. Like, is it for the streamers? Is it for the fans? Like, it just feels like I don't know quite who it's from. I, I agree that they should do it, and I think that it just needs to find its feet. And I think yeah, the way that so I'm done, I mean, it is it's first effort in Europe. I, I feel like uh, it could have had a little more yeah. stuff, but I don't know. Maybe they couldn't get like big games companies to commit because who knows? It's like a gamble. It's the first time they've done it. You don't know if it's going to be a success or whatever, but yeah, I think it was, as a first effort, I was very very. Happy. Oh yeah, that's the first time they've done a European one. Exactly. But yeah. the, the big keynote speech that they gave, the big announcement was that they're going to pay us in 15 days instead of 45. And everyone was like, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> like not well, very exciting. <laughs> yeah. well, no, I, I mean, no, nothing around like the business side of Twitch is ever right. really that it's not exciting, exciting, is it? Yeah. But a lot of the time, you're like, a con's coming up. Like, we've got your con coming up in August or oh, whatever. Oh, I can't wait. Um, yeah, and fuck, um, yeah. it's, it's a small thing. Like, 800 people can come and... And it's going to be a really small event, and we're not going to really. That's a lot of. That's a lot of coming. Holy crap! We're not. We're not, we're not going to like. We we don't really know what we're doing. We're just sort of going to wing it, and I'm sure it'll be hopefully not terrible. But you know, but no, I guarantee you that Terps and and other people are planning all kinds of shit for people to do. Don't say that we're just going to wing it. We need You're to get, just not need involved. We need to get sips running like a Beaver Tails. Beaver Tails stall, yeah. Yeah, and like um, Pyrian, you could do like a bodega bodega stand. You can dress up, get picked with bodega how about that <laughs> i do like, that. yeah before we uh before we wrap up because i sense a wrap-up uh is is imminent it feels like a wrap-up can yeah. we um can, can can i get your thoughts on if you've seen have you guys seen this this tweet about uh undateable superhero movie watching men and that guy reacting to the new star wars trailer no. have you guys seen that did you see no. this? Link it in Discord. <laughs> me, I want to see this. Hang on a second. Let me just find it for you. It's going to take... You might want to just cut this bit while I look for it. Actually, hang on a second. What should I Google? Undata, undateable uh, Star Wars man. Oh, yeah. He comes up straight away. Okay, let's see. <laughs> hang on. These are all YouTube ones. It's a, it, was a, it was off a tweet. I think I found the tweet. Star Wars and superhero movie obsession culture has revealed a whole new population of undateable men. Yeah, might, might be worse uh, than men who wear cargo shorts. Yes. Okay. Now watch the video. Okay. It's like you don't have to watch the whole thing. Just watch it for like uh, fifteen or twenty seconds or whatever. Just like just to get to to get a, a sense of what this guy's uh, reaction to this is, sort of thing. Look at him. Are you watching it too, Lewis? I'm watching a video with him. Jesus, calm down, dude. Yeah, you should see him reacting to watching the Star Wars trailer, right? That's what I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. He's like tearing up. Yeah, yeah. And he's going like, (gasps) yeah, yeah. Like he's like so fucking (laughs) excited, yeah. This is so memeable. Like you can just put it. Well, any it other is. Video in I mean, the the, the video, the 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 video embedded in that tweet's been seen like over ten million times. Like it's Damn. crazy. So, <laughs> so like I've been put like I I'm torn on the whole thing because I, I get being like loving something and being passionate about it or whatever. Uh, but on the other side, I've never reacted to anything like that in my life. Right. Like I've never had a. Uh, 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 I, what I would consider a very over-the-top emotional reaction to something so kind of 
that doesn't or deserve ordinary. it. It's a movie. Yeah, like, it's I, a fucking I, movie I'm very trailer, excited right? to see movies. Like, I get it. I, I watch the yeah. trailers. I'm like, oh, shit, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, but yeah. But this guy looks like he's been told he's going to live forever. Yeah, so like, <laughs> he is, like, tearing up, yeah, genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, it's very hard to fake this reaction. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's faked. I, I don't think it's actually faked. And, like, so, you know, the whole tweet was was sort of, like, I, I, it's a little bit like mean spirited because you 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 kind of feel a bit sorry for the guy because like whatever you know like he likes Star Wars or whatever obviously like to to react like that but it is a ridiculous reaction at the same time he's but, but he's he's totally oh it's pretty adorable he's obviously stoked to, to I don't be know about <laughs> I find he's it unsettling a sweet nerd. personally I find it a bit unsettling like uh, I've watched it a couple of times now <laughs> I, I I find it a re- really strange and kind of weird and stuff. I don't, I don't, I, I, a lot of people are like, oh, leave him alone. You know, he's adorable, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know if he is. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. If, right. I don't know I if don't I know. feel I, like I that. I think it's it. kind of sweet. I mean, the dude's found it's, something he loves. Fair play to him. He's, this is the happiest moment of his day. Look how yeah, fucking yeah. happy I, I, he is. I'd rather see that than some guy doing a fake bullshit reaction. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. the views. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, but at the same Those time, fucking react videos. I agree. Is he is he somewhere on the spectrum? Um, very possibly. <laughs> I mean, he, he could possibly be. There, as was, there was one of those fucking react videos. There was some streaming guy. It had like eight thousand views. Was like, hey guys, what's up? And he does. He just. It's just his camera, and in the corner, he's reacting to like some fucking video, and he's just eating popcorn and watching it. And occasionally, he goes, whoa, and eats it. I'm like, that's not reacting. <laughs> Okay, he so anyway, goes, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the video, the the thing that you just watched, I showed it to my wife. Okay, and her her reaction to it was was amazing. She so I so I show it to her. I give her the context, and I show her the thing, and she's watching it, and she's not saying a word. Right? I was like, I was just <laughs> waiting for it. I was like, oh, I wonder what she's gonna say, sort of thing. And then she so she turns around. She's like, is this fucking for real? And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, uh, how do you fake that? Like, he's, you know, he obviously really likes Star Wars or whatever. And she turns around and she goes, if I ever caught you doing that, I would slap you right in your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, that probably deserved it. I married the right woman. <laughs> Yeah. You killed me. She's just got oh, no my... fucking time for that shit at all. Oh, fuck. It was so funny. Well, oh, just the delivery and everything was just perfect. Oh, goddamn. Holy shit. Well, there you go. That's fuck. our podcast for today. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's just leave it there. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> bye. Thanks. We'll see you next week. We'll be back then. All right. Bye. Patreon. Bye.